Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It was a busy Tuesday. The NFL coaching carousel officially over. Derek Carr released from the Raiders. We'll get into that. It was a great day on the ice and on the court. Well, unless you were Stormy Tony and Sean King. Uh, <laughs> college Hoops bets did not go our way yesterday. But we are sitting in for Mitch and Polly as they continue a well-deserved vacation live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, College Hoops was not my friend yesterday. Well, Pucks Redomus is still on fire. Yeah, oh, I gave yes, out Pittsburgh I did do hockey regulation. Too. Uh, never in doubt. I think I'm just only going to bet hockey. <laughs> like, like that's my that's Stick my to what we right, know, Sean. right. That's my kindred spirit. That's my soul bear. Like, I'm just going to stay with hockey. Puck Shadamas officially, like, it's a, a, a all-in-love situation moving forward. Yeah, the Bruins came through for me yesterday. It did take overtime, but I didn't bet in regulation, so we were good with the short price on the on the Boston Bruins. We do have a full great guest list today on the docket starting in about 30 minutes. Josh Applebaum, VEASAN Zone Sports Betting Analyst, is going to join us then at 8. Jeff Seeley, golf handicapper, will get into all things Genesis. Mr. Tiger Woods making his Return, Ooh. yes, sir. Um, Yaron Weitzman, Fox Sports NBA writer at nine Eastern, and Matt Lombardo, Heavy.com senior NFL reporter. We'll talk all things NFL storylines, which is where we're going to start as well here, Sean, because Raiders quarterback Derek Carr has officially 
thrown his last pass for the silver and black. I know you thought maybe there was a shot that the Raiders would hold on to him, but they didn't want that guaranteed 40.4 mil going his way. Yeah, as I was instructed on Twitter by some of the loyal followers (laughs) of Follow the Money, uh, Derek Carr getting released yesterday was never in doubt. And uh, now he's a free agent. Uh, I would presume or I would advise if I was uh, a friend or mentor or part of Derek Carr's information bubble, go to the NFC. Get out of the AFC because that's a murderer's role of quarterbacks, all the elite guys. If if you ask me the top 10 quarterbacks are right now, Jalen Hurts is probably the only one in the NFC. Because I have Aaron Rodgers like right there on the bottom, like, you know, at 9, 10. Maybe he comes out of the dark room, he moves up to 7. But, I mean, he's not top 5. So, I think there's an opportunity in the NFC if you can give the right team to have an easier path to a potential Super Bowl appearance. Well, there are certainly a lot of options when it comes to the NFC South, which also is going to be an easier division as well, if that is the spot that he goes. Where we're seeing right now, ESPN's Adam Schefter reporting, Carr's expected to draw the most interest from the Saints and the Panthers. We know he already met with the Saints twice, um, elected not to go there via trade, which I think is obviously the smartest possible thing for him to do because, okay, you're trying to arrange something where not only is the team I'm going to going to lose draft capital, but I'm giving the Raiders something. No, thank you. So certainly did the smart move there. Do you think that between those two teams, uh, let's just start with the Saints and Panthers. There's a better fit one way or the other. So I have my bat email. Like it's a real high private secured email. Like even, even, you know, the high-end, like, government, like, agencies in America cannot hack this email. And I got an email last night, mm. and it said, breaking news, Stormy. Okay. I heard Derek Carr is destined for the great state of Georgia. I'm hearing that he's number one on the Atlanta Falcons wish list and that he is going to the NFC South, but not to the New Orleans Saints or the Carolina Panthers, but to the Atlanta Falcons. Which would make sense. They basically had Marcus Mariota on a one-year rental. Uh, his former offensive coordinator in Tennessee, Arthur Smith, is now the head coach there. Uh, for whatever reason, that fell apart. He did not start the last few games of the season. I think Desmond Ritter, they now see as more of a long-term developmental prospect mm-hmm. than he is like ready to be a starter right now. It makes sense. They're yes. going to get uh, – well, no, Calvin Ridley's going to Jacksonville, which is another reason why I like Jacksonville next year in a future mm-hmm. situation. But – uh. They have some young pieces. Uh, Kyle Pitts missed some games with an injury, but, you know, he's still available. Kyle um, Pitts, Drake London. Drake London from yeah. USC. Both missed some games. Tyler Algieri, uh the running back from BYU, rookie, you know, stepped up, had some good games. So it would keep him indoors. It put him in the NFC and in a winnable division. It make a lot of sense. And it finally give the Falcons the opportunity to get the ball downfield. That was right. something that when Desmond Ritter stepped in, I was actually excited about with Atlanta. Hey, maybe they'll have the opportunity to finally do something. And nope, not at all. Just keep it with a short passing game, run the football. They did not do anything like I had hoped that they would. So maybe that is the way. There are certainly plenty of quarterback needy teams out there. I kind of like Carolina more and more as Frank Reich continues to fill out his coaching staff as well. Like, it seems like, I mean, we talk about talent on the offensive side. Yes, you have DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard, and Deontay Foreman. Um, just drafted Iki Aquanu recently. Defensively, they've got some young talent, of course, led by Brian Burns. But the way that Frank Reich's coaching staff is coming through, you got um, their the, new defensive court. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, their new defensive coordinator, Jero Ivaro, who stepped in. You got Deuce Staley, Dom Capers, 
Uh, Jim Caldwell now. It's coming together, it seems. To over me, there Jim Caldwell was the big hire. You know, he was my uh, quarterback coach in Tampa. He was my OC in Indy. Great coach. Tremendous. Will do amazing things from a culture building standpoint, from a developing the locker room standpoint. Still a little nervous about this because Frank couldn't get quarterback fixed in Indianapolis. That's why he's not the Colts head coach. They hired a guy in Josh McCown who's never coached, like, at the college level, no less the NFL level, to coach the quarterback. So that's still the one question mark I have there. So maybe getting a veteran that probably doesn't need as much day-to-day tutelage as, you know, much as he's just going to learn a new system and Derek Carr makes sense. You know, I would not be surprised if he ends up in Carolina. But, again, my insider information says that Atlanta Falcons is the most likely destination. Okay, so Falcons the most likely destination, according to your your emails my that bat, you're getting. My bat phone. He's had the most meetings with the New Orleans Saints and then Carolina. So I, the big thing with the, the New York Jets – and so many people, when that team first started getting floated around, started saying, well, can he even handle the media there? That's another reason I like Charlotte, because it is a smaller market. The media there might be a little bit more friendly with him. I think the Jets are going to go all in as much as possible for Aaron Rodgers, and then they'll evaluate things after that. Whereas Derek Carr has the opportunity right now um, to get picked up by somebody. So the sweepstakes begins right now for him, whereas for other quarterbacks, it doesn't start until the new league year starts. It'd be interesting for me because if I was a quarterback on a free agent market, like the Jets would be a major, major like question mark for me just because of how bad Denver was on defense. I mean, on offense. And the guy that orchestrated the Denver offense, Nathaniel Hackett, is now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. Like, that's super important, Stormy. But are you not of the belief, like I am at least, that some people are just meant to be coordinators and not head coaches? Like, maybe he just thrives and he's better in that role. If he called the plays in Green Bay and it wasn't Coach LaFleur, I would feel a little better. But, I mean... If it's I'd be Rogers. nervous. I'd be nervous because in a league where you have brilliant game day minds like Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, uh, Nick Sirianni, I'd hate to get stuck with somebody that doesn't have that capacity, especially in a market like New York. Because as you just spoke about, that media, they're very in tune with what's actually going on with the Jets. In Charlotte, you can get away with you know a couple of things. That media is not as intense. But not so much in New York. And you're probably going to be dealing with a head coach and Coach Salah who is more than likely coaching for his job. Is that mm-hmm. fair this year? That the Jets have to be like right there at the playoffs, maybe even make the playoffs for him to like be secure? I think that what was a positive for Robert Salah this year was that the defense played as well as they did because he's a defensive guy. Their issues were at the quarterback position and it felt like largely they were a quarterback away from taking that next step that they need to take. I think that helps him a lot. You do need to figure out the offensive side of the ball. Nathaniel Hackett was an interesting hire, to say the least. And if that does not work out, then yes, I do think that he's going to be in a little bit of jeopardy here. As far as as Derek Carr's next team odds go, the latest numbers that I have kind of seen around are the Panthers and Saints as the favorites at plus 140, plus 150, respectively. The... uh, Jets three to one, Bucks nine to one, 
And then the Falcons all the way down there, 20 to one odds. So Might if you think that the Falcons are live, interesting. Now on the other side of this, so if Derek Carr is moving on, that obviously leaves a vacancy now on the Vegas Raiders side of things. What do you think is going to make sense there? Is this another opportunity for somebody to try to wine and dine Aaron Rodgers, reconnect him with Devontae Adams? Do you get a Jimmy Garoppolo and kind of have a, a one-year type quarterback to mend the gap for whoever that young guy is that you bring in? What do you think? Well, whenever Aaron, you know, turns the lights back on, because I, I still think he's sitting in darkness right now. Um, he he just apparently started the darkness today. I thought okay. that it was earlier, but he went on McAfee yesterday and was talking all this trash about people in my circle don't talk. If you don't know me, you don't know the truth. Like this oh, whole thing. Yeah, maybe he needs thing. the darkness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I think everyone that has a question mark at quarterback is going to kick the can to see what Aaron Rodgers would take. Like, to be a serious contender, to get him out of Green Bay into your organization, like, what are the parameters? Like, what's the, what are the baselines, you know, on, on that kind of acquisition? And I think everybody's going to look into it. Raiders being definitely one of them. You know, speaking of the guy that the Raiders just released, I still don't know exactly where Derek Carr fits in the hierarchy of quarterbacks. Wasn't top 10 in passing yards. Wasn't top 10 in touchdowns. Most people would say, well, he got sent home. But he's a year removed from 4,800 yards and midseason being an MVP and candidate. I, I still so. saw I still saw him last mm. drive of the Bengals game <laughs> with terrible clock management. But my point was going to be, yet he still is top five interceptions last year, ranking fourth on 14. So what are you getting for what the price point is going to be? We'll see, but he's going to land somewhere, and hopefully the change of scenery helps. Absolutely, and we'll continue the Derek Carr conversation throughout the course of the show today. But sports fans, remember, football season coming to an end. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be for hoops and hockey. They've got you covered with every line, odd, and boost. New promotions, Tuesday, hockey first goal insurance, hockey, same game, parlay, bet and get weekly, pro basketball, bet and get, and more. BetRivers.com, or you can download the Bet Rivers app. Rolling along here, we got win some, lose some. Coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. 
And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, let's get into it. Stormy Bond and Tony Sean King in for the guys today. Win some, lose some, starting with the Boston Celtics, who had no business being in this game to begin with, had none of their starters out there, forced the Bucks to overtime, easily cover the 9.5 Celtics now on an 8-0 ATS run against the Bucks, Sean. No Tatum, no Brown, but guess what? No there problem. was some Derek White, baby. <laughs> Yes, sir. Derek White cashes 7-1 for the first field goal. He also had a double-double on the night, 27 points, 12 assists. And again, Milwaukee gets it done, but barely by the skin of their teeth. So a really impressive performance showing off the depth of that Boston Celtics squad. And um, I, I think Starmer just talks to the talent in the NBA. Like, the guy at the end of the bench is closer to LeBron than any of you listening right now are to him. <laughs> this is an, an opportunity for Derek White to get more minutes. And guess what? He showed up and showed out. Yes, sir. That double-double, by the way, 5-1 to one if you had it in pocket. In college hoops, Nebraska cashing as a 7-1 to one underdog, winning at Rutgers by 10, 82-72, your final. They never trailed in the second half, withstood two hours of full-court pressure defense from the Big Ten's best. Hey, somewhere my producer of Prime Primetime, Britton Hess, is still out partying, popping bottles, because he's a big Husker fan. And listen, if you get a win at the rack, I mean, that's a big deal, because Ruck- Rutgers is almost unbeatable at home. Nebraska put up 82 on a defense that's allowing just about 60 per game. Pretty solid. Now, this one I know hurts your heart, though. Wyoming cashing plus 425 money line tickets at New Mexico. Yeah, I thought the Mexico Lobos had lost three in a row, would come in, fired up, minus 10. Ah, blowout coming, right? No, Wyoming had something to say. Them and their seven scholarship players went down there in the pit 
and made some barbecue. And guess what mm. they had on the grill? A Lobo. They whooped them from start to finish. Yeah, everyone's a Lobo, but they got woof, woof, woofed. Uh, <laughs> a 10 and a half point favorite lose 70 to 56. Central Michigan beats Bowling Green plus 280. Final score 77-74. And then this one, UNLV Rebels left out of town. They lose to San Jose State 75-66. The Spartans cashing plus 230. This ruined a five-leg parlay for your girl last night. So. Yeah, I don't know what happened with UNLV. Like, they started off really hot, and then they kind of got into conference play, and, man, they've cooled off. Yeah, they just could not respond at all all game. Very disappointing. Uh, Loyola, Illinois, cash is plus 170, winning at UMass by 264-62. Penn State plus 150. Dog beats Illinois 93-81. to Then in hockey, Puckstradamus, tell them what happened last night. Yeah, well, Puckstradamus had a really good night. I gave you guys Pittsburgh Penguins in regulation, never in out. But if you're an Islander fan, you're trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Islanders keep dropping these games to teams that they are better than, that they should beat. Uh, that's not a recipe for getting this thing hot-headed into the playoffs, New York. Get it fixed. Blues money line. I don't know what happened to Florida last night because I'm still not a Blues fan. I have them in the red tape because they blew a 5-2 lead the other night for your boy. But they had the kryptonite for the Panthers. Spank them. For the Senators, by the way, a 3-2 win in a shootout. The Islanders had six power play tries, only got on the board with one of them. Mm, Can't have mm, that. Mm. That's their third straight loss. Also outshot the Sens 48-34 in the loss. Okay, let's look at the tweets and videos. This is what you watch this for. Let's see what we got here. Apparently, there's something with a hippo. What? What? Okay, so this is on my paper. Is he getting unleaded or premium? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> diesel. He's getting diesel. Um, on my paper, it says hippo walking around South Africa. I didn't realize it was in front of a gas station, like in front of a local market. That I love hippos. If you do yourself a favor, Google hippos smashing watermelons oh, with yeah. their jaw. It's pretty awesome. Some of the best video you'll ever see. This is I would. What would you do if you saw this at the well, gas station? I, 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 I'd get somewhere safe because I don't know. Like Aaron Rodgers said, never believe what you see or read, but. I know I saw somewhere that uh, hippos are Question responsible it. for more deaths in Africa than any other animal. So I don't know if this is like your normal, uh, hey, come here, little cutie. Like this thing might actually yeah. do you some harm. Chunky, cute, and violent. This okay, what, awesome, what else we got here? A hot air balloon dinner. Uh, is that is that a what? So they're just sitting at the table is that drinking a, Chinese a beer spy on balloon? a like, hot what, air what balloon? What do we got going here? That is not safe. I mean, obviously they have the jackets on, but that looks, well, what if that, you wanna... that is something that I love to look at and I would never in my life have interest doing. Well, I mean, it looks pretty like extreme, but like my thing is like, what if I want to refill on a drink? Like, I mean, what are they doing? Just gonna pour it from up top and I gotta catch it? <laughs> you gotta it? keep it all in your backpack. <laughs> I know that that's for the parachute, but it's also for the extra booze, I would say. Can I get a review on the service? Also, um, good news, Ted Lasso is back, everybody. Absolute win, some season three premiering on March 5th. Happy Valentine's Day. Great news coming out yesterday. Uh, I know I'm probably in the minority. I'm not really sure what Ted Lasso <gasps> what? is, but uh, season three You're means You're not sure what Ted Lasso uh, is? It was good enough in the first two seasons to get a third. So, hey, shout out to everybody attached and so associated with Ted Lasso. I have no idea what that is. Okay. We're going to, in the commercial break, we're going to talk. We're going to discuss. <laughs> Don't worry. I will get you caught up because we can't have this out there. All right. Lose some. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, and uh, we, we got to say... 
a big loosum. Oh gosh. Was the Juju Smith Schuster repost of the meme that says, I'll hold you when it matters most. James Bradbury, of course, on the meme. AJ Brown coming in hot with the quote teeth said, first off, congratulations, y'all deserve it. This is lame. You are on your way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal. TikTok boy. Ooh. Yeah, I was disappointed in Juju because this is why you're not in Pittsburgh anymore. Like, I mean, come on. Really? Cut. Come on, Juju. Ooh. Come on, Juju. You're about to be fragile. Don't you want somebody to give you the big bag? Man, just play football. There's just no need, right? You already won. I get it. It's funny. I laughed. I, I didn't did. Think it, I didn't think it I was laughed. funny. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was classless, tasteless. So and... I think it's hilarious. It just shouldn't have come from him. That's something that right. you, you just see online. You laugh about it. You move on. You didn't need to repost this, Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't even think a lot of people remember who uh, Bradbury actually held. They just know that the Eagles guy well, held they know a now. Kansas City chief receiver. They know now, Juju, bringing some unwanted attention to yourself, my friend. Okay, did you know that you can view your ratings on Uber? Our producer, Dustin Swielsen, posted his stats yesterday, was very disappointed. Actually, quote, irate. He's got four one stars. He's a delightful person. Yeah, I'll be honest, and this is no not like on Uber, like the company, but I don't Uber. Like, I always have bad experiences. The car smells like cigarettes. Somebody wants to talk to me the entire time. So like, I'm not a big Uber guy. Like I just, for whatever reason, I do get it's not my cup of tea. I do confused why some Uber drivers, it's like you're all in or they don't talk to you at all. It's like pure death silence. Nobody says a word or they like will not stop talking. Right. Plus I'm from the South. So like we're used to, we're used to driving. We got, oh my gosh. We got story. my ratings up there as well. 4.91. I was pretty pleased with that on the surface. But then I look at those three one stars and like I tweet, texted you and Dustin last night, the only time that I've had to like get out of an Uber because I had to throw up or something was in somebody else's Uber. So right. this is strictly based on personality. Yeah, that hurts my it's feelings. interesting because like they either no love comment you, on me throwing up. Well, they either love you or it seems like they're indifferent or don't care because you didn't get any two or three stars. That's yeah. a good thing. I mean, two hundred and what eight. Four and five stars is pretty impressive. You got to find those three guys that said you suck. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I did. They're out to get me. It's not cool. But we want to see your rating out there as well, ladies and gents. This is how you do it. Go into your Uber settings. Click account. Click settings. Privacy. Privacy center. See summary. View my ratings. While I am happy, that back to me quickly. While I am happy that Dustin discovered this handy dandy thing, like what made you go so deep into the settings on this? Well, I, like I, I, what inspired I, I, you to just like click around in Uber? And I felt like a real sense of pride that like I don't participate in the Uber experience in America, so like I didn't participate in this. Well, do you take cabs? Do you just no, get a I rental drive, car everywhere you go? I drive or have someone drive me, but. Oh, you have a driver. Uh, so you have a you have a driver times, service yes, that yes, picks so, you up, yes. of course. Of course. Strict rules. Do not talk Come to on. Passengers. Send us your screenshots though. We want to see what your ratings are and you better have more one stars than me. Winsome Lusum, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book where if your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to 500 bucks. Learn more at betrivers.com. I can't believe you don't know what Ted Lasso is. Yeah, I still don't. What is that? It's so it started a few years ago and basically Ted Lasso is a former football coach who gets fired and he ends up getting hired as a soccer club coach overseas because the owner of the team is trying to get the team to tank. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. But, it it's, doesn't, but, doesn't it's, but it ends up being this like wonderful, uplifting story. I'm more into bringing like, people together. Tulsa King, Yellowstone, BMF. Like I've never watched. Right. I've never watched. Yeah, um, I had never. Any of those I never shows, even heard of Ted Lasso. To be honest, with but you. I might check it out. I'm not saying I'm not gonna like it. I just I hadn't been privy to it up until this. I think point. you would like. You're a very positive person. You're I am. a good guy, I'm a man positive of the people. person. I'm I think a man you of the would people. really like it. I think you would. Okay, we're going to step aside. We got our guy Josh Applebaum coming up here. Give us the latest on the market insights, market reports. Um, Still plenty more to get to in the NFL, NBA, college hoops. Stick around. Follow the money. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Back here on Follow the Money, I hope you started your day like I did with the VEASAN new podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. He discusses line movement, injuries, what you need to be looking for before you make your bets. Make the VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We are so fortunate to be joined live now by Josh Applebaum, VEASAN Sports Betting Analyst, host of Yes Morning Bets, as we just mentioned, but also the Market Insights podcast, author of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. What's going on, Josh? Stormy, Sean, it's great to be with you. And uh, upon your recommendation, check my Uber app. I got a 4.98, so Stormy and Sean, I'm going to go find out so who ke- is keeping me from a perfect five here. So let's go back and figure this thing out. Well, that's what I happens so when an uh, Uber driver picks up someone and they uh, educate them on closing line value. <laughs> I was going to say it just confirmed what everyone already knows about Josh, that he's the nicest person on the planet. So, of he course, he has the highest rating of all of us. Uh, we got to talk a little college hoops with you, especially because Sean and I uh, did not do so great in college basketball yesterday. We need to turn things around. So let's get started here with the newly anointed number one team in the country, the Alabama Crimson Tide, getting three at number 10, Tennessee, later on today. Vinny Maiulo always tells us over at the South Point that polls do not determine prices. What are you looking at here? No, I think that's really important, Stormy. And again, you know, if you're worried or sad that football's over, you know, don't be too sad. College basketball is really where to go right now, I think, in the market, especially with March Madness right around the corner here. But I'm looking at Tennessee on the money line, guys, minus 150. A couple things going on in this game. Number one, to Vinny's point, anytime you see a number one ranked team, a hashtag, you know, one or two or a top rated team, public automatically will put so much value into that that it becomes overvalued. So if you look at Alabama, 22 and three, number one in the country, uh, Tennessee, 19 and six, number 10, but Tennessee struggle a little bit this is also a bit of a buy low sell high play where Tennessee has lost three of four they lost outright to Mizzou 86 85 they were a 12 and a half point favorite and they lost that game outright so uh, public is saying hey this is layup play we're getting Alabama number one team in the country getting plus three tonight you know you know put, put your whole bankroll on it that's kind of the public mindset this is an easy obvious layup play but let's look at what the market's doing I think again aside from a buy low sell high and kind of a bet against an overvalued team Really just, you know, even take away from the uh, all the rankings here, what's the market doing? It's moving toward Tennessee, guys. This game opened as low as Volunteers minus two, minus two and a half. 
Now they're up to minus three. We're getting almost 70% of bets on Alabama as one of the most popular public plays of the night, yet the line's going to the Volunteers. So if uh, Alabama is such a popular spot here, then why are the odds makers moving the line further to Tennessee to give out even a better number and more points to the public who likes Alabama to begin with? So this would be that classic reverse line move that I love to see, guys, when you're an unpopular bet, yet the line is going in your favor. Uh, also, if you look at a couple system plays here, two top teams going head-to-head. Just take the favorite. Very simple matchup here or system play. It's 9-3 and three ATS this year. It's 18-6 and six ATS over the last two years, 75% win rate. Also, in college basketball, guys, there's such a huge home road split where, you know, if you're a professional, you know you, you know what to do. You're an adult. You, you go on the road. You, you've been in hostile environments. It doesn't really phase you as much. In college, we see a huge split home road where the home team has a huge advantage with your 18, 19-year-old kid going into these, you know, raucous, crazy environments here. Big edge to the home team, in particular in the SEC. Home favorites in the SEC in conference play, they're 43 and 13 straight up, 77%. Our buddy Ken Palm, uh, love looking at his projections and comparing it to the betting market. He has Tennessee winning this game by two. Uh, however, uh, you are banking on the defense of Tennessee. They're only giving up 56 points a game versus nearly 70 for Alabama. They're 11 and two at home this year. So guys, if you give me a really popular dog, again, I like the gross dogs. When you become popular, you become trendy. Those are the dogs that I like to bet against. Everyone's betting Alabama. If the line's moving to Tennessee, I'm going money line here. See if the Vols can get it done at home, minus 150. You know, this is the toughest thing in college basketball for me, Josh, is you almost can't go by, like, the eye test. You have to just look at the line and follow the line because these two teams have, you know, common opponents in their last four games. Tennessee lost at Florida by 13. Alabama beat Florida by 20 or 28 or something crazy. Tennessee lost to Vandy by one. Alabama beat Vandy by almost 50. So, I mean, it's like when you look at the common points, it's like there's no way that Tennessee is winning this game. But then the line is telling you that Tennessee's the side. No, I think it's a great point, Sean, because I think that's uh, something that, you know, makes total sense. Like if we both play the same team, I lose to that team. You you beat that team, Sean. Again, you're going to go with the team that played better against the common opponent. But it's just so kind of, uh, you know, kind of volatile and just kind of unpredictable in college basketball that to me, if you just kind of go based off, uh, you know, tr recent trends and recent performance, you're going to get a popsicle headache. It's going to be difficult to cap. So make it easy on yourself. Take away your bias. Cover up the names of the teams. You know, what I like to look at is, again, public play here, Alabama, yet line going to Tennessee. If Alabama wins outright, you'd be like, hey, it was an obvious play. And again, sometimes the public does win these popular games. But long story short, if the books are taking a position on Tennessee here, why are they giving these Alabama? Why is the number one team in the country getting plus three, guys? You can probably boil it right down to that. It's fishy. I'm going to go on the fishy side as always. Give me the balls here. Plus, this year has just been so bizarre. It's like if there's a number one next to your name, you're on upset watch. It's just how it <laughs> right, is. I right. feel like every week that somebody's newly anointed number one. Speaking of which, Purdue goes down the other day to Northwestern as the top-ranked team in the country. No longer. Now Northwestern's taking on number 14, Indiana, today. Getting one total 134 and a half what was the line doing here so this one's interesting stormy like uh, i'll make it very simple i'm gonna go northwestern plus one and a half here tonight now what you've seen and what's really important uh to your point stormy is that typically if you take down the number one team in the country next game you're gonna be an automatic public play you're gonna say hey northwestern just beat purdue now you're getting one and a half at home against indiana boom just take north uh northwestern here but that's not what's happening in the market i think it's important too like you know these are things that we generally think about but you know really trust but verify based on betting percentages because if you look at our vsin.com bet splits here guys the hoosiers are actually the really public play uh indiana is getting 79 percent of bets across the market this game opened around a pick'em. you even saw some uh, some shops 
Northwestern minus one. And it's such a public play. It's so heavy here uh, on Indiana that we've seen this line actually move all the way to uh, Indiana minus one and a half. So at this point, you're like, I, and I'm a guy who does like line movement. To me, that's kind of a, you know, sift through the noise, find the signal. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be respected money moving numbers. But when you become so lopsided, at some point, it becomes a buy opportunity to take the contrarian side. So I think the angle here is with Northwestern. Uh, even the, and the other angle, guys, is unranked first ranked. This is to your to your point how it's been so volatile in college basketball. If you just take the obvious play, the ranked team over the unranked team, you're really not making any money. If you go the other way, actually, unranked teams versus ranked opponents, they're 213 and 161 ATS this year, 57 percent. Also, if you look at the short home conference dogs getting plus two or less. They're 64 and 45 ATS, 59%. So if you look at a game from yesterday, it was Providence Creighton. Now that was an epic sweat. I was on Providence. I'm drenched <laughs> with sweat. I had to go to double overtime there. But whole point being, you're a short home conference dog in a buy low spot. And here's the other thing, guys. I always joke around on the Market Insights pod. Woo, woo, sound the alarm. A Ken Palm sound the alarm because Ken Palm has Northwestern winning this game by one point. So if you're only getting 21% of bets as your top, Bet against the public contrarian play of the night. Ken Palm's got them winning the game. And again, you beat Purdue, you'd think they're popular, but they're not. I like Northwestern plus one and a half tonight. Awesome stuff. Uh, your uh, Woo Pig Suey are in action today. They're getting three points. <laughs> the Eric Musselmans, uh, Arkansas Razorbacks at Texas A&M. Uh, is this another spot, Josh, where you like the dog? So I'm actually going the other way with this ah, one, Stormy. I, sorry. I do you're, like you're Texas making Sean sad. You're making Sean sad. I know, I know. This is a tough one for me here. But again, I, I can't lie and can't uh, you know hide behind these stats here with these home favorites doing so well in conference play. So just based on the line movement, you did open Texas A&M tonight. Again, two really good teams, but both of them are unranked. You open as low as like minus two, minus two and a half for a for A and M. A and M is now up to minus three. Uh, something to monitor throughout the day is do we get to three and a half? That'll be further validation with the Aggies here. But aside from the line movement, here's another angle here. If you're a short home conference favorite of minus five or less, and you see the line move in your favor, these teams are 137 and 98 against the spread, 58%. These SEC home teams straight up are 43 and 13 straight up, 77% in conference play. Ken Palm has them winning by two, and then also guys. Home road and conference play. Uh, if you look at AM, they're 10 and 2 in conference, and uh, they are also 12, uh, 12 and 1 at home. So, in these big rivalry matchups, they've played well, they've done well at home. Uh, look at Arkansas, they're only 2 and 5 on the road and 6 and 6 in conference play. Also, a revenge game here for AM. They lost to uh, Arkansas on January 31st, 81 to 70. Didn't even come close to covering the three and a half there. So, I bet I surprised you there. I'm going money line here, guys. I don't like to lay Ooh. a three. You win by one or two, you push on a three. This is another money line play minus 150 for me. Good stuff, Josh, as always. We've only got about 45 seconds left here, but I know you have a play in the NHL uh -oh. as well for the short slate. What you got for Puckstradamus over here? I got Pucks for Jamison and Stormy. You're a very <laughs> humble person here. You were the you were the Golden Knights reporter here, so I know you're both uh, hockey fans over here. But uh, I'm going with the New York Rangers tonight, guys. One angle that I really love is a rest first tired matchup. Rangers bring in Vladimir Tarasenko. The Canucks just uh, got rid of their coach and Bo Horvat. Rangers open like minus 185. They're up to minus 195. But really, it's the rest first tired angle. They've been off since the 11th. Uh, you have the Vancouver Canucks last played the 13th, and they're playing their third game in five days here. So if you look at these road favorites in the NHL, especially off a win, they're cashing around 67% of the time. Rangers are playing great. I'm going to lay this uh, with the Rangers here. A bet trist, not bet to win. I like minus 195 with New York tonight. Go cash some tickets, Josh. Appreciate you and very <laughs> jealous again of your Uber score, buddy. <laughs> I know. I'm going to figure out who gave me a one, Stormy. Let's figure this thing out. Another bone to pick I have, by the way, with Uber is that if you reserve an Uber for a certain time, like you, 
you have to be there like within five minutes or something like that. And if you're late, they ding you. Mm. But if they're late, there is no repercussion. There is no punishment. I was waiting for 25 extra minutes one day. Unacceptable. We're getting back to a couple of new head coaches in the NFL when we come back here on Follow the Money. Don't go anywhere. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Follow the Money on v All right. I know we're all sad that football season has come to an end, but fortunately, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is here for you for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join them every week for new promotions. They've got the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and a whole lot more. Check out BetRivers.com, or you can download the Bet Rivers app 
It's a whole new game. Rolling along here, Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King in for the guys live from Circa Resort and Casino. Thank you to everybody who's sending in some of your <laughs> Uber rider ratings. Indiana Jet on Twitter had one one star. Like, and posted to us, um, there's always one guy. There's always one, right? Uber is such a feast or famine app, though. It's like you get five stars or one stars. I don't really understand a lot of the people that are getting, like, fours and like, threes. What makes, like, like, what did you do if, to not be Uber good driver, enough? As an Uber driver, like, what makes a passenger go from a four-star to a two or a three? Like, do they smell funny? Right. Like, you know... <laughs> They laughed at my jokes, but I didn't think they meant it. Like, I mean, what? yeah, they didn't. They didn't like me for right. whatever reason. Mm. Strange. So I don't Uber. I don't know. I still, and I know I said it at the end of the last segment, but it really grinds my gears. And Uber needs to work on this. That if you make a reservation for an Uber to pick you up at a certain time, they're supposed to be early, right? Right. If if they are late, they are not penalized for it. If you, however, are late for your reserved Uber, every single minute after like three minutes, you are penalized and you have to pay. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And it really, I was sitting there trying to go to like get picked up for work. And I was like 20 minutes late because of this person, even though they're supposed to be there 10 minutes early. Anyways, I'm sorry. I know that I'm going on a tangent, but I'm very upset. Uber be better. You're allowed to vent. I use Uber a lot when I'm on the road. Uber Eats, all that stuff. Did want to thank again uh, Mr. Josh Applebaum for joining us. If you missed it in college hoops tonight, he has Tennessee on the money line, minus 150, Northwestern plus one and a half. And he's also got the Rangers tonight in the NHL. Every single pick, though, from those of us that are hosting, all of the guests on every single show available at vcin.com. You can go to vcin.com slash picks as well. Um, we talked about Derek Carr earlier in the show, and there was also other news that came in in the NFL yesterday that both Eagles coordinators now are employed with head coaching jobs. So Shane Steichen officially introduced yesterday as the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, former Eagles offensive coordinator, and Jonathan Gannon, the D.C., the new man in Arizona. But as far as Shane Steichen goes, he was pretty emotional yesterday when he was talking to the media. Take a listen. Thank you to the players. I've had the privilege to be around and coach. Thank you to Philip Rivers. I can't say enough about how much you've had impact on me as a coach. So many great memories together and couldn't be more thankful for our friendship. Thank you to Antonio Gates, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, and most recently, thank you to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Paschal, Dallas Goddard, Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, Jordan Malata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Suamala, Lane Johnson, Ian Book, Gardner Minshew, and last but not least, Jalen Hurts. Thank you to each and every single one of you guys. I would not be sitting here today if it wasn't for you. It's all about the players, and it'll always be about the players. And I will be forever grateful for you guys, and I wish you guys all the best going forward. Tell me how you really feel, Sean. Oh, gosh. I'm just going to ask you, did anything in that press conference make you think, okay, this is a leader of men? Like, this is a justifiable hire at head coach in the National Football League. There are only 32 of these jobs in the world. I just didn't see it there. First, we got the sniffles. He obviously... 
I mean, you had to read the names of your players. Like you had to look down to, to remember Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell. Like, I, I mean, think he just didn't want to forget anybody. Right. Which means I just, hey, I hope it works. I hope it works. This is one of the main issues I have with the hiring process in the National Football League. Well, just saying. You can't tell me he's a better interview than Eric Bieniemy. Okay, so that's this is a different conversation, right. but I I do agree, especially considering and I know you can't take it all away from one game, right? Um, but you have two coordinators on the losing side of the Super Bowl who end up get getting jobs. head coaching jobs. Eric Bieniemy, five AFC championships, two Super Bowls. Right. I'm just saying. No job for him. Have you ever seen Steve, Steve Wilkes, who's the interim coach of the Panthers, at a press conference? That's a head coach. Like, and this is no no offense to, 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 the, to the, was it Stein? Steichen? Steichen. I hope he does great. All I'm saying is, if I'm an Indianapolis coach, I'm not going out. Uh, if I'm a fan, I'm not going out buying season tickets after watching that. Like, he, come on. Yeah, that is a little bit unfortunate because you. <laughs> You want to, quote-unquote, win the press conference, right? Um, but there's more. Okay, obviously a big part of what's going to impact What'd you say, whether— What did you say, Stormy? What did you say, Stormy? Stop. <laughs> not nice. A big part of what's going to dictate whether or not Shane Steichen uh, has success in, in, in Indianapolis is going to be the quarterback position. They have been in flux for years, a different— week one starter in each of the last seven seasons. He also spoke in his presser about what he is looking for at the position. Yeah, I think accuracy, uh, decision-making, and the ability to create are the three things that uh, I look at in a quarterback. Um, I think those all three things are very important, but obviously above the neck. I think the, you know, the players that I've been around, Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Phillip Rivers, uh, they all have one thing in common. They're obsessed with their craft. Uh, and if you can find that, uh, and a quarterback, you're probably going to have some success. Who do you think would work in Indy? Any names that pop to pop to mind for you? <laughs> Stop laughing! You hate this guy. What do him. you have against Shane I, Steichen? I, I don't hate Shane Steichen. I mean, just I don't, I don't see a head coach when I'm looking at him. Like I, I don't see it. Like I just, and I'm not going to sit on here and like be dis, disingenuous. I'm just not going to do. Okay. I don't see a head coach when I look at him. Okay. I hope he succeeds. I really do. He has done good things with the quarterbacks that he's coached, but his experience is limited. Um, only 37 years old. He's the, along with McVay and Kevin O'Connell, youngest coaches in the league. What's in the water with Philadelphia, by the way? I see we have a graphic in waiting here um, from Ari Mirov. All five head coaches that were hired in this cycle have had some experience in Philadelphia. You've got Frank Reich, the OC in 2016-17. Steichen, of course, and Gannon coming off of the last two seasons. D'Amico Ryans as a player from 2012 to 15, and Sean Payton, who was a quarterback's coach back in the late 90s. Well, it's definitely not the city because none of it is spilled over to the 76ers <laughs> or, or the Flyers, so it, it must just be an Eagles thing. <laughs> That's just why be the, an Eagles the Flyers <laughs> have a rage room at their arena for a reason. Right. Like, well, I mean, hey, I think it really started with Andy Reid. When Andy Reid was there, you go back and look at that staff with John Gruden and all those guys on it. Like, I just think that's an organization where they've hired head coaches who are comfortable hiring strong assistants, assistants that are going to potentially be, you know, uh, head coaches. Because Doug Peterson, I know it wasn't this cycle, but if you go back to the last cycle, Doug Peterson for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, mm -hmm. he, he was in, you know, Philadelphia for, for yeah, a stint a as well. So, I mean, it's some actual traction, you know, to that graphic. Like, it's some – realism that that's attached to it. It's just, maybe it's just the organization. 
Okay, so I know you're not a fan of Shane Steichen. Are you a fan of Jonathan Gannon headed to Arizona? I haven't seen his press conference yet. Has he had one? No, he was just he was just okay. announced yesterday. Um, I think that with Steichen, that had been in the works for a little bit longer. Gannon was, you know, later a later add to the cycle to go through the interview process. Um, but hey, he during his two years with Philadelphia turned that Eagles defense in his first year there into a top ten squad. This past year, top two defense. But I am still a little bit I, – I thought potentially getting shown up the way they did in the Super Bowl might have a little bit of an impact, um, but it did not. Well, I won't withhold any opinion on Jonathan Gannon until I, I get a chance to see his press conference. You want to see, see how much he cries? Well, it's just – I mean, does he look – like the it's, it's almost like – The Cardinals' when, job is a tough whoever, Whoever's elected president, you want him to be presidential, right? So when a team, there are only 32 of these companies in the world, like in the world, there are no, there is no competition to the National Football League. I would like to think that the guy looks championship quality at the press conference. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. He gets it. Like, okay, he's articulate. He's making eye contact with the camera. Like, this guy, first of all, he's making sure, okay, that, Nick he's making sure the desk doesn't move. Nick Sirianni had one of the worst introductory press conferences a person can have. Uh, Mike McDaniels, it. super uncomfortable and cringeworthy. Yeah, and I, I'm they've not a, been I'm able not a to have fan I don't know. I don't think introductory press conferences should make the man. Yes, first impressions are important. Well, all I'm doing is but... t- all I'm speaking from Stormy is a guy that sat in the room. So I know what kind of demeanor you have to have to get in front of 53 guys that are all highly compensated, that for the most part are all alpha males. I, I just, so I hope it works. Jeff Saturday well, to Shane Steichen. Way to go, Jim. Mercer. Jonathan Gannon's going to go. have an uphill battle. That Cardinals team went 4-13 and this season, and they have 31 players expected to be free wow. agents. So we'll see how he's able to handle that this offseason. We are going to step aside. More Follow the Money coming up after this. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 